Hey guys, good morning. REI in your car, this is Joe McCall. Good morning, as in like it's literally 2 a.m. right now. <laughs> 2 a.m. Just got back from the Extreme Freedom event that Sean Terry hosted in Phoenix, Arizona. It was a lot of fun. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. Just got back. <clears throat> the flight was delayed. I was supposed to land at like 1 a.m. So I got landed. I mean, I landed about 2 a.m. The event, I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts with you guys. There's something really good about going to conferences and events, masterminds, things like this. And you know what it is? It's just the networking. It's just getting, you know, the mind shift changes. The, the little trick you'll learn here or there. The little tidbit that you can walk away with that can make you you know help you do an extra one or two deals a month make an extra five ten grand a month just from one little tip you might not even heard from the stage but you're sitting having lunch with somebody else and you're asking them about their business and you ask them about the problem that something you're struggling with and then they said well yeah we just do this or there's this website you should check out or there's this tool you should look at so it was so much fun, man. I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, kind of what I got, some of the big things. I mean, just just hanging out with friends was really fun. Uh, got to meet Alex for the first time. <laughs> yeah, you've heard us talk about that a lot already. We recorded a podcast, a couple of podcasts while we were there. And um, I got to talk about... Wholesaling lease options, which was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And Alex talked about virtual wholesaling. Sean talked a lot about just scaling your business, going big time, not playing small anymore. Talked a lot about, you know, having a six-figure a month business, how to grow that, how to run, run this as a business. So there's about 350 people there. Just a lot of fun and, and meeting so many people. I mean, it was really humbling. Like, all the people that came up to me and said, Hey, Joe, love your podcast. Thanks so much. It's really good. It is really, really humbling how many people, like, knew me and and uh, just wanted to say hi and thank you. So that was was really cool and I, I appreciate all you guys for listening in and liking the show I and mean, obviously you wouldn't be listening if you didn't like it so I think everybody who's listening to this likes the show hope you're getting a lot out of it there was one gentleman I think his name was George came up to me and said the very last day he said Joe I just wanted to tell you that because of your podcast and I talk a lot about uh, automated wholesaling, right? That's kind of like virtual wholesaling, but automated. And I've talked before about how uh, if 
you can automate your business by finding wholesalers to partner with. Excuse me. Finding wholesalers to partner with and, you know, whatnot, right? You do the marketing, you pre-screen the leads, then give them to a local wholesaler in any market. So, wow, I wish I remember the guy's name. I think if you remember who you were, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I think your name is George. Okay, so anyway, George comes up to me and says, Hey, I just want you to know, in the last couple months, or last one month, he's wholesaled five deals five deals uh, all virtually one or two in his own market two or three in uh, other markets outside of his uh, automated the the automated way automatically whatever you want to say uh, where he's partnering with local wholesalers and just one little thing that I said in my podcast gave him a great idea gave him this something like this said wow you know what um, that's a great idea. I'm going to implement that. And he did. And he's did, did five deals in the last month. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I love doing, teaching this stuff. Is because I get to help other people grow their business. I help other people escape the nine to five. Work for themselves. Spend more time with their families and get to make a little difference in people's lives and it's kind of like my ministry and I, I really enjoy it and I think God has called me to this it's hard being gone from my family for when I go to these trips right especially it's hard for my wife she gets to stay home with the four kids um, so these events they they're, they can be life-changing, you know? I was talking to a guy on the plane who flew back on the same flight I did, and Jonathan is his name. And I was asking him, what was your favorite thing of the event? And I was thinking he would say something like some strategy or trick that he used. or And it wasn't even that. It, he said what blessed him the most. He didn't use that word, <laughs> blessed. He said uh, what he got the most out of it was um, Pat, Pat Precourt, who was the MC. He wasn't even one of the main speakers. Um, he's, uh, he started talking about mindset, just getting yourself out of this funk and start like just having a more positive mindset that, yeah, I can do it. And, you know, I listened to Pat and, yeah, I, was, I wasn't like, oh, wow, that was so good. But it was to somebody else. And this guy Jonathan was saying how good and impactful it was for him. And how much he loved the event and how awesome it was. So anyway, I had a blast. I think my next, just these these two months right now, I've been traveling a lot, almost once a week. So it's getting, I'm getting ready to uh, stop flying so much real soon here. But... I think um, you guys should really look into going to at least once or twice a year, start going to different masterminds or conferences in the real estate space or business space, you know? Maybe there's events out there that are more general business related or leadership related. And look for those places that you can go in your industry and just start 
networking and partnering, looking for people that maybe you can partner with in the future. Ah, so anyway, I'm running out of things to say. I'm almost home and I'm kind of tired. One of the things I noticed, and this is so cool, because you know, often when you're kind of in your own world, you're in your own little cocoon and you don't really get to see what other people are doing, you kind of lose perspective. And I was talking to a lot of people, right? A lot of people coming up to me and talking to me about their business and and um, a lot of people just asking questions. Some people wanting help and some people just wanting to tell me like, you know, how they're doing deals. But one of the things I noticed, a big difference between the ones who were doing a lot of deals and the ones who weren't, was one simple thing. You could say mindset and I, and I think you would be right, right? But the thing that I noticed was the guys who were doing a lot of deals that you heard giving talks and presentations at this event and they had one thing in common. They were doing a ton of marketing. I almost said a crap ton. They were doing a crap ton of marketing and making a lot of offers. I think of Brian Harris doing a lot of marketing. thought of uh, Alex Youngblood. He was talking about doing about 40,000 postcards a, w a month. Those are pretty good numbers. Guess what happens when you start doing 40,000 postcards a month? You're going to start doing deals. Right, yeah, so that's what... I was talking to Alex uh, later on, and uh, he says he's doing his postcards for 32 cents each. First class, 32 cents. <laughs> that's pretty cheap. But anyway, so you're looking at... That's about 12 grand a month, something like that, 12, $13,000 per month in marketing. Well, he's making probably two, three, four times that every month from deals. And that's what happens. And then you got Sean Terry, I don't know, doing 120,000 postcards a month, pieces of mail. It's just... It's a no-brainer. And I was thinking as these guys were talking about uh, some podcasts that I've done in the past with guys like Gregory Hodges. Gregory's a beast. Doing a ton of direct mail. You know, his philosophy is just F it. I'm going to just do a bunch of direct mail. F it. I don't care. I don't care that I don't got it all figured out and I don't have somebody to... I don't have all my systems built and I don't have my systems in place and all that. I, F it. I'm going to start sending a bunch of direct mail. Um, then as you know, I was just feeling bad talking to some people that are really struggling and you dig down and maybe it's mindset and stuff like that, but they're struggling because they're not doing any marketing. They're not making any offers and maybe they don't have the money for marketing, but you got to do something until you do a deal, then you reinvest all of those profits back into marketing, stop buying education, start spending your money on marketing, start making offers. Here's the thing, if you don't have money for marketing, just get out there and start picking up the phone, and start calling rentals, start calling FISBOs and realtors. There's a, a hundred things you could start doing right now if you didn't have enough money for marketing doing and direct mail. Uh, there was something else what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, what well, was funny? Um, it was funny too. At the very on the first day, 
Sean had everybody take 20 minutes and they passed out a bunch of FISBO leads for sale by owner leads. And they broke everybody up into groups of four. So there was 350 people there. They, you know, all how I don't know however many groups of four there was. And they gave all the groups one or two for sale by owner leads. And each group had to call and all they had to do is just schedule an appointment. They had to tell, they gave them a script, they gave everybody a script, and they had to tell the sellers that they were investors. And I think the script went something along the lines of, um, hey, just text, um, I'm sorry, I'm tired, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, tell them, hey, listen, we're investors. Uh, we were wondering if your price was negotiable. And if they said yes, something along those lines, then they went ahead and scheduled an appointment for the next week. And they had, I don't remember the exact numbers, but one of Sean's main acquisitions managers was there at the event, right? And uh, they, oh, they made a bunch of appointments for him. So I, I don't know what anything happened to those. Okay, but then I'm back there and I'm gonna be talking about lease options and this was just like two hours before I was due to speak. So I got on Craigslist and started just texting rental ads. I started just texting people who have houses listed for rent. I texted them a message, something along the lines of, uh, hey, I saw your house on Craigslist for rent. You wouldn't be open to doing a lease option or rent to own, would you? That was it. And I got, I texted about seven or eight people. And I actually had one guy that said, yeah, I would. And I asked him another question. He said, well, it's actually listed for sale right now. So he had to list it for rent for 1200 and for sale for like 175 And I said, cool. So um, what did I ask him? I said, well, tell me a little bit about the situation. Or I, he, wouldn't he couldn't talk on the phone. He couldn't talk on the phone because I, I called him. After, as soon as he responded, yes, I'd be interested in a lease option. I called him. But it went to voicemail. No, no. He answered his phone and said, hey, I'm sorry, I'm at work, I can't talk. So just text me. I said, okay. So I texted him. And I, I knew at that point it's probably not going to work out. Because you just can't do a deal by texting. And a lot of sellers sometimes they just want to text. But you got to get them on the phone and talk. And if you can, you got to get them in person. You're always going to do more deals when you can meet them in person at their house. So second best scenario is on the phone. And like worst, scenario is texting and emailing right so anyway he wouldn't give me his address actually I, I asked him is the house rented or whatnot he said well he is uh, it, it is his house it's an investment property and I think he said he was in the middle of fixing it or something like that and so I asked well, what's the address and he didn't answer the question and like th three or four texts later I asked him again well what what's the address and he said I'll just send me a lease option proposal first. I was like, what? So I responded back to him. I said, really? With a couple question marks. I said, never mind. I don't think this is going to work. Um, I think I said something like, if, you know, how can I make it give you a proposal if I have no idea even, even what the comps are? And so then he, um, he responded with the address. And so anyway, I sent him a proposal and a couple hours later, he responded back he wasn't interested but um, 
it was cool that I got to just demonstrate. I put the screenshot of the Craigslist ad and some screenshots of the text exchange with the personal information blotted out uh, with this guy uh, to the audience to show them how simple it was. It's not that hard, right? You just start sending out marketing. And in this instance, it was just simple text messages. Took me about seven text messages to find a seller that said, yeah, I'd be interested in a lease option. Tell me more. Um, now, if this was in my area, I would probably, um, I would just text the guy. I probably wouldn't have emailed, I would not have emailed him a proposal just from the text messaging. But I wanted to give everybody in the, uh, at the, at the place there, at the event, I wanted to give them an example of what I send out show it to them but yeah it's as simple as that send out some text messages pick up make pick up the phone and make some phone calls and ask people hey saw your rental on Craigslist you wouldn't be interested in selling it would you or I saw your house in the for sale by owner section I'm an investor is your price negotiable so if you don't have enough money for marketing you don't have any excuses talk to five sellers a day take do a deal, take all that money, reinvest it into profits, into, into marketing. Do another deal, take all those profits, reinvest them into marketing, keep on growing and growing, putting everything back into marketing. Pretty soon you're gonna have a huge business doing a lot of deals because you're spending a lot of your energy and focus and money on marketing. That's really the most important part. Okay, so. I'm gonna get going here. Almost home. I'm tired. I'm just hoping and praying my dog doesn't bark and wake up everybody when I come in. Oh, hey, one more thing. If you want the slides from my presentation at the event, and I gave away a bunch of really cool things from the event there, like I had a calculator, or at least option calculator. I had a uh, case study video, a mind map, my one-page short offer form contract, and some other goodies I gave away to everybody that was there at the event. If you want that stuff, text the letters WLO to 313131. WLO 313131. And uh, the, the text system thingy will send you a text back. You click on that link in that text. Be sent to another page. You put your name and email in there, and you'll get my stuff for free. So you better hurry up. Get you some of that stuff because I'm not sure how much longer I want to keep it up. So again, text the letters WLO for wholesaling lease options to 313131. And you get the slides that I did. You get a case study, you get some mind maps, you get some contracts, you get my lease option calculator, which is a really awesome spreadsheet. And I gave away something else, I forget what it was. Oh, I had, yeah, I have a yellow pad of paper that I wrote down all of these steps to flip a lease option. You get a copy of that. Cool? All right, that's it. I'm out of here.